Good day. My name is Marcia Sullivan, and I would like to welcome you to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. This is a podcast ministry where we actually take the time to share the gospel here and to encourage and pray for one another. I would like to start off by saying happy fall to everybody uh, who loves the fall as much as I do. And particularly, I love the fall because this is a time where the seasons change and it becomes so visible to the eyes. And this is a time where if you like me, you kind of like to, to take the spring things out or summer things and you like to exchange them with the fall colors. This is a time where you kind of take out your boots and you put your, your dark colors out. You change your summer clothes and you begin to go and shop and get your candles, your scented candles, your, your um, decorations just for that fall look. So this is uh, one of my favorite seasons. And uh, as we're going to get into the word, we're going to we're going to share today how God was actually doing something in the book of Nehemiah chapter eight. Actually, it was taking place in fall. And I never uh, thought of it this way until, you know, I read it here today. And so I would like to share this with you, because as you're preparing for fall, Um, you can kind of sense that the Lord is moving and he's doing something in the atmosphere. But in the book of Nehemiah, the Lord was doing something in the fall season, particularly for his people. So if you turn with me to chapter eight, we're going to go right into the text. And this is what Ezra, the, the, the priest, is actually speaking to the people Because if you know anything about the story of Nehemiah, you know, Nehemiah was actually grieved and the city walls were burning down in the city because there was just chaos. And so God placed it in Nehemiah's heart to rebuild the city gates. Uh, the, The town was really destroyed. And so in the midst of a shift taking place, the Lord in rebuilding the city and the city gates, the Lord was actually also wanting to move into the hearts of his people. Just like today, we see that our city walls are not literally literally broken down, but we see in the land where there's uh, such a plague and, 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 you know, things have been happening, wildfires, people have been dying from left and right. But some of some people have been blessed and, you know, miracles has taken place. And so I just would like to share this story with you today. Um, that something that will really touch and hopefully encourage and inspire your heart to keep trusting and looking to the Lord. So let's go to Nehemiah chapter eight. And we're going to just read the whole verse. And it says in October when the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people assembled with a unified purpose at the square, just inside a water gate. 
So I'm assuming that that the square was like a, a place of fellowship for the people to gather together and um, just begin to probably uh, worship or, you know, just have a, a, a fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ. And it says that they asked Ezra, the scribe, to bring out the book of the law of Moses which the Lord had given for Israel to obey. So Ezra is getting ready to bring out this book and it's getting ready to hit home because uh, anytime you read the book of the law, you realize the sovereignty of the Lord and you realize his holiness. And uh, just like then, if you stray far from the presence of the Lord, the book of the law is a reminder for us to um, make sure that we're, we're uh, carefully following what the word of the Lord says. And so in verse 2, it says, So on October 8th, Ezra the priest brought the book of the law before the assembly, which included the men and women and all the children old enough to understand. So they had their families out there uh, that were getting ready to partake and hear these very powerful words coming from the law of Moses. And that was so important because even when you read in the Old Testament, God gave a command uh, to tell the people not to let their children forget you know what what they endured what what they what they experienced in the wilderness he said to tell your children so that they can remember so you know god's word is so important not just for us but for our families and our loved ones so that you know as generations are 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 being brought up they will be able to live witness what the Lord has said and the promises, and then they will be able to grow in their faith and share all the beautiful things that the Lord has done in their lives with their children to come. So it's like passing a torch. And so Ezra was, you know, had all of the families to come together from the greatest of them from the mom and dad to the children. The children was so important because it's important to teach even the children the word of God because believe it or not, the children learn by hearing the word. Whether you think that they're learning or not, they learn by just hearing and listening to the word. And so as the book continues to go on, it says that in chapter 3, I'm sorry, in verse three, it says he faced the square just inside the water gate from early morning until noon and read aloud to everyone who could understand. All the people listened closely to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on high. I'm sorry, Ezra the scribe stood on a high wooden platform that had been made for the occasion. To his right stood now, I'm not going to get into the names because they're very long. And as you're following me, you can pick up on the names. But there are about maybe, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So there were about 13 people. And these people were very important to Ezra. Uh, They were like leaders. So they were standing next to him. And verse 5 says, Ezra stood on the platform in full view of all the people. When they saw him open the book, they all rose to their feet. So they all rose to their feet to give honor and respect to the man of God reading the book. And and that made me think about personally when we stand up in the church and, you know, they say, well, would you stand for the reading of the word of the Lord? You know, the whole congregation usually stand to their feet just to acknowledge the man or the woman of God reading and to also display how uh, valuable God's word is that we should really honor it. And so um, in verse six, it says, then Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people chanted, amen and amen. And notice that their chant was, uh, it was so that everybody could hear clearly. It was not a chant to a false God or false deity, but it was a a chant of amen to say that we're listening, we hear you, and we're on one accord with you in spirit and in truth. And that's when even the people today in the church, when the pastor or the preacher or the teacher is saying something to really, you know, touch the hearts of God's people or, or give a golden nugget or something to bring forth a revelation, normally you would hear an amen and uh i thought that was really an awesome viewpoint that the people were really listening to what the man of god had to really say they were hungry uh for that word as we should be today and verse eight it says that they they read from the book of the law of god and clearly explained the meaning of what was being read, helping the people understand each passage. So they wasn't these men of God, they wasn't just up there to be looking, you know, cute or receiving applause, but they were actually up there teaching. And as men and women of God, we have a responsibility to uh, be able to teach God's word to his sheep. Um, and if you have been called to be a shepherd over, over God's sheep, then the responsibility, just like Ezra, you should be teaching in such a way that the sheep were able to interpret and understand the, the message of God and not be confused. So um, that that is also important. And so as we go to verse number nine, we see that then it says, then Nehemiah, the governor, did you know that Nehemiah was a governor and he was also the cupbearer to a king? So this is a perfect example of how the Lord will favor his people in high leadership, leadership positions to even re, re, reveal his glory and his favor in all of the earth and in all the kingdoms and in all the nations. So leadership and positions are important to the Lord. And it says that Ezra the priest and scribe and the Levites who were interpreting for the people said to them, 
don't mourn or weep on such a day as this. So, so as the word was going forth, you know, God was encouraging the leaders to tell them, look, don't mourn as, as we're reading the word. I know some of you want to mourn and it's okay to mourn, but while, while we're here gathered together on this day, you don't have to weep because this is really a special day for God and his people as well as his leaders. And the reason is because we see that in verse 9, we see it says, For today is a sacred day before the Lord your God. And I believe that as we're entering from summer into fall, a new season, where we can see and feel the changes taking place, God is saying to us, as things are happening around us, He's saying, don't weep. Don't weep. Today is not a day for us to weep. But I believe the Lord wants us to know for today is a sacred day before me. Just like it was a sacred day during Ezra time. And Ezra said to the people, for today is a sacred day before the Lord, your God. Those that are listening today, I want you to be encouraged to know that no matter no matter what you are experiencing, experiencing in this this life, in your walk, or relationships, or friendships, know that this day is truly sacred to you, and it's also a day that is sacred to the Lord. Because he woke you up this morning, somebody did not wake up today. Because he has favored you. He has supplied all of your needs. It's sacred to the Lord because he has still given you life and breath for you to be able to worship and and to sing songs of praises unto him and to exalt his name with such love and such reverence. So when we have this attitude, every day really is sacred. Every day is sacred. And so as Ezra continues on encouraging God's people, he says this too. He says, for the people had all been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. You know, this this shows how powerful God's words are and is to the ears of those who have a heart to receive it. It pierces through the flesh like a double-edged sword. God's word is able to bring conviction into our hearts, is able to remind us of, of, of who God is and how he should be referenced for his name and acknowledged, exalted, treated, respected, honored, because he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So they were showing reference before the Lord while they were yet weeping. And as the verse continues on, I love this part of the verse. He says, this is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
I want you to say that again as I'm reciting this word to you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And I want you to make it personal, personable to you and to God. After I say that the joy of the Lord is your strength, according to Nehemiah uh, chapter 8, and I want you to put at the end of it that your name because the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Whoever your name, whatever your name is, know that you are God. God is your strength. He is your strength in everything. No matter what things look like, God is your strength. Whether you have little or whether you have nothing at all, God is your strength. He's your supplier. He is your sustainer of life. He is your light. He is your counselor. He is your friend. He is your El Shaddai. And in verse 11, it says, And the Levites to quieted the people. Now, who are the Levites? The Levites are the, the priests. They were God's priests. And so they were also responsible for teaching and leading by example. And they quieted God's people by telling them, hush, hush, don't weep. Don't weep for this is a sacred day. Notice that God kept using the leaders to place emphasis on a sacred day, a sacred day. This today I want you to mark this down, September 23rd, 2001. This is a sacred day unto you and unto the Lord. So in verse 12, it says, So the people went away to eat and drink at a festival meal, to share gifts of food, and to celebrate with great joy because they had heard God's word and understood them. What a blessing to hear God's word and then be able to understand what that word is saying. But what's even sweeter about that is that when you receive the word into your heart and be able to understand it, it becomes like honey shed up in my bones. It becomes so sweet. It becomes so sweet that you want to share it. It's not a bitter word. It's a sweet word. Sometimes when we digest it, it can become bitter because it can cut through the flesh. But when we really digest it, the Lord helps us to appreciate and value this word because it leads us and guides us into all truth and knowledge and will never stir us in the wrong direction. And the last part about it is that I love how the priests encourage the people to eat and to drink at a festival meal to fellowship and celebrate life together and to also share gifts to share gifts and food and to also share with those uh i skipped over this verse but he said go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared How humbling is that, that the Lord wants us to share his word, 
share what we have and what he's blessed us with with other people and all the time it may not be money sometimes it may just be saying i love you i'm praying for you you know it just may be calling somebody or writing a letter to touch somebody's heart to let them know that you're there and that you care as a friend and a a, a woman or a brother or sister in christ that means a lot to the heart of God and to his people. And I want you to consider what that prophet said, Ezra, as Nehemiah continued. He says, go in verse 10 of chapter 8, go and celebrate with a feast of food, rich food. God wants us to enjoy life, life together. And he also said, sweet drinks and share gifts and food. Sometimes I must admit, I don't always enjoy my life because I'm always trying to work and and and, and go to the next level. But, but sometimes we need to rest and enjoy, appreciate the family that God has given us, the people that he's placed in our lives, and most importantly, his word, so that we don't take those the the people he's placed in our lives for granted but i encourage you on this sacred day as i'm closing and we're getting ready to pray out i encourage you to share something with somebody that god has put in your heart to probably minister to or encourage share something on this sacred day with somebody that you love or even an enemy Share share something that God is placing in your heart with somebody today. And may the joy of the Lord be your strength. Lord, I close out today in prayer asking you, God, to touch every heart today that is listening to this word and to this podcast, God. May you strengthen them in their weariness, oh God. May you help them to overcome any obstacles, frustrations, hardships, oh God. Let them know, God, that you are with them, that you will never leave them, oh God. You will never forsake them, God. Encourage them, God, as the priests encourage your people, God, in the fall season of October, God, where they said, do not weep. Do not weep because today is sacred. Lord, I thank you for the life that you've given us, God. I thank you for this day that you've given us to open up your word, to open up your book and allow these words to penetrate through our hearts. Lord, we love you and we thank you for giving us sacred days like this. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. May the Lord bless you and be with you. And as you go about your day, may you enjoy the rest of your day and be filled with the, the, the joy of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Until next time, thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ. Good night.